0: God is so very, very good. God bless you guys. Welcome to God's house. Welcome to this amazing Sunday that we get to partake in, in him, his word, and what he's here to do for us in our lives. We may not know what's happening or what's going on, but God does. Amen? God knows the intricate things that are happening in our lives. God knows the details. He's in the details, like Veronica says. He's in the details. We, might not, we may not see the wiring. We may not see the plumbing. We may not see the, whatever's happening. But God is working things out for our good. He's working things out so we don't have to worry about it, so we don't have to stress about it. He's working everything out. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. All right. We're going to go to Exodus. 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 Thank you, Jesus. And the title for today's message is, I'm, I'm going to give you half the title. The partial title of today's message is Separated. 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 Can I have the graphic, Jay? Separated. Sometimes we feel like we're separated. Or sometimes we are separated. But a lot of times we think separation means you're not getting what God wants you to have. You know, it's it's like that that word, acronym FOMO, right? FOMO. Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. There is no fear for missing out with God because the thing about it is there's a path that God has us on. There's a path that He literally put us down on. And sometimes that path brings us to a separation in our lives. It brings us to be separated from people, separated from our dreams, separated from the things that we've grown up with, separated from things that we know all too, too, too close. But he has us separated. And he puts us in a place where we might feel lonely. We might feel depressed. Things might happen in our lives. We feel anxiety and pain. Because we're separated, separated from the world, separated from everyone, separated from our dreams, separated from things and people and everything. Separation occurs. So we feel separated. Thank you, Jesus. So there was a man in the Bible by the name of Moses. Everyone say Moses. Moses. Moses was a beautiful and amazing man of God. If you were on Bible study or conversations with God on Wednesday that we do, we do an online thing on Wednesday via Instagram and sometimes Facebook if I <laughs> learn to turn it on. Uh, <laughs> I'm more of an Instagram guy. So anyway. Um so we do this every Wednesday, and we talked about Moses. Was anyone on? Was anyone, was anyone on in here? Talked about Moses. All right, got two two people, no doubt. See, that's, this is what I'm talking about, all right? All right, y'all need to be on Wednesday, all right? Nine o'clock, all right? It's after dinner, all right? Dinner is done, finito, gone. Ev, I know you're on. i always on, you know? Oh, but you need to be on every Wednesday, 9 p.m. What time does it start on Wednesday? 9 p.m. You be on. Okay? And then as you're on, you go and invite other people. You just send this to everybody. Send it to everybody. Because everyone needs the word of God. Amen? Everyone needs a miracle. Amen? Everyone needs to hear the voice of the Lord. Everyone needs a miracle. Amen? Yes? Amen. All right. So, okay. thank you. So, Moses separated from God. Separated. But, but Moses' life wasn't separated at first. But it was at first. But it wasn't. But then it was again. Separation occurred to Moses' life many times. He was put in the river, so he was separated from his mother. He was separated from all that he knew. But all of a sudden, that separation brought him right back to his mother's care and to his mother's arms. So the separation happened for a moment. When he was a baby, he probably didn't understand and know. He probably was in the river and like, oh, wow, oh, my God, you know, looking around. But a separation happened. But then all of a sudden, Moses grows up in God's house, in Pharaoh's house, I mean, Pharaoh's house, grows up in Pharaoh's house. And he has a brother, the son of Pharaoh, and they grow up together. And he grows up around this royalty. He grows up in a privileged life. This is what he grew up. He grew up with people coming and giving him stuff. Dinner, breakfast, lunch, all being provided for him. He didn't have to lift a finger. Everything was good in Moses' life. Then all of a sudden, something happened. Moses kind of learns about who he is. He learns about his identity. He learns that he is not a true Egyptian. He learns this. So one day he sees people fighting against the Egyptian versus the Hebrew. And he gets so upset that he does something. And he kills the Egyptian. And he runs and he tries to hide. Then all of a sudden someone comes and says, are you, are you going to kill him like you kill me? Are you going to do that, what you did to me? And so he knew something was up. This thing was known. So Moses left all that he knew. He left it, and he gets to a place, and he's just by himself. He's by himself. It's dolo, solo. No one's around. But God has a plan. He was separated from everything that he knew, separated from his livelihood, separated from the family that he grew up with. He was separated from everything. And he was by himself. So all of a sudden, the Bible doesn't say, but I'm going to provide some color to the story. Is that okay? All right. Is that okay? All right. So this is Quincy's gospel for a minute. So Moses is by himself. and He's wandering around eating berries and fruit and, you know, whatever might have you. Then all of a sudden he sees this girl in the field. And he's like, whoa, hey now. And he, he's, he, he goes and he follows her back home. This is not the Bible, okay? I'm just trying to provide some context. But you know what, let's skip this. So all of a sudden, the next time we pick up the story with Moses is that he is working. He has a career. And not only does he have a career, but he has a wife at this point. But not only does he have a wife at this point, but he has two children. And this is where we pick up the story of Moses. First, he was separated from God. Then all of a sudden, it skips over. And now we learn that Moses has a wife and two children and that he has a career being a shepherd working in, with under his father-in-law. So there's been some time for this separation to occur. Yes, no? because the darn sure didn't happen overnight. Darn wasn't, from one year to the next, he had a wife and two kids. Doesn't happen. Didn't, happen, didn't happen like that at all, at all. It was years upon years upon years that it took to, years upon years upon years that it took for this thing to happen. But this is where we pick up the story. Separations occurred. Was he lonely? Probably. Was he depressed? Probably. Or did he have anxiety? Probably. Did he feel some sort of way? Probably. Did he miss back home? Probably. Did he miss everything that he had, you know, before? Probably. He was separated from everything. From everything. But all of a sudden, let's go. Exodus chapter 3. Exodus chapter 3. Verse 1. Exodus 3, verse 1. Here we go. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even in Oreb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire. And the bush was not consumed. So, all of a sudden, Moses is doing this thing, working in his father's land, doing what he's supposed to be doing. And all of a sudden, something strange occurs. Something happens along the path that he was on. And he looks, and there's an angel that the Lord, the Bible said, that appeared. An angel appeared in the flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning. The bush was burning. Verse 3. And Moses says, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. Burnt. So all of a sudden, he's on his way, on his path. All of a sudden, he sees a bush in its peripheral, and he stops in his tracks. And it's like, Whoa. The Bible says he looked. He stopped what he was doing, and he looked. What's happening? What's going on? Why is this occurring? There's no fire. You know, the sun is not that hot at this particular point in the day that there's a fire, but all of a sudden there's a bush burning. But it's burning, but it's not consumed. So all of a sudden something happened and occurred on his path. An angel occurred. Angel came up. Did something that was out out of the blue, and the Bible says Moses turned aside, and he looked at this thing. Then all of a sudden, something happened. Something happened. Verse four. And when the Lord Lord saw that he turned aside to see, listen. You have things in your path that God has picked out, that God is doing. But sometimes we are so consumed by what we're doing. We're so focused by what we're doing that we miss the calling of God, that we miss God doing something, that we miss God showing up in the midst of it. Because why? Because it's different because why because it's not something that you're used to because why because you've been on this road all this time and nothing ever has occurred so all of a sudden god appears and the bible says that moses turned aside and saw it what does this mean this means consumption what do you mean consumption this means being consumed. What do you mean being consumed? We are so consumed with our life and the way that we're going that we miss the appointment of God. That we miss God doing something. That we miss God saying, oh, hold up, I have something else for you. But we're so consumed with our own life. But what we have going, that we miss God showing up. So the Bible says that Moses was on the way. He was on the way. And he saw something. And he turned aside. Listen, guys. You got to hear this in the Bible. This is not my word. It's the Lord's word. It says when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look. You don't think God notices everything that you're doing? He puts something in your path. But you're so consumed with it that you just keep walking. You keep walking. But you keep walking. Where's um, Eddie, where's Eddie? Eddie, come here. Please. So God is standing right there. Stand right there. God is standing right there, right? And we're just, we're so consumed. We're so consumed that we miss the appointment of God. We miss what God is trying to do. And God is not... He's, he's not doing pretty much of anything. He's not going to come interfere. He's not going to come and rustle, rustle something. He's just standing there. Are you going to notice him? Are you going to notice where he's at in your life? Are you going to notice the miracle that is standing there waiting for you? But you're so consumed by what you're doing. You're consumed with that, that, that girl. You're consumed with that situation. You're consumed with the job that you missed the appointment of God because you're so consumed with it. And God's like, hold on. I'm here to move. But In order for me to move, you need to look and see it, because the Bible says, as soon as he turned aside, God called to him. God called to him. God is always there, and he's doing something. But this is all we see sometimes. I need to do this. I need to get my kids fed. I need to get them to bed. You know, I need to get to my job. I need to get to work. You know, I I need to achieve this amount in order to to do something. I need to be there at this particular moment. And God's like, hold on. I'm right here. But you don't notice me. You don't call upon me. You don't turn to me. Because you only, only are seeing what you want to do what's happening with your life, but I'm right here. God is right here. So the Bible says, so when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God is looking and watching you. He's seeing what you are going to do. He's seeing how you're going to approach this situation. He's seeing the decision that you're going to make. He's seeing it. He's watching it, and he's seeing, what are you going to do? Are you going to have faith? Are you going to believe in me? Are you going to trust in me? Because that's what the Bible says. He says, I'm looking at him. The Bible says, I'm looking at him. I'm standing right there. I'm looking at him. What is he going to do? Is he going to pass right by me like he normally does? Is he not going to listen to me as he normally does? Or is he finally going to turn aside to me and say, my God, you've been standing there. What can I do for you? But we're consumed. But Moses, he was separated. All this time. All this time he was separated. His wife, he has a kid, two kids, he has a career. In the midst of all that, God appears to him. And he sees something. I need to turn my life aside for a moment and focus on what God wants me to focus on. It might not be something that I have planned, that I want to do, but if I don't turn aside, I will never know what God can do for me in my life, what he can do for me and my children, what he can do for me and my household, what he can do for my family if I don't turn aside and focus upon him. So all of a sudden, he is no longer separated at this present moment. But the thing about it, why all this time? Why did it take all this time? Why did it take all this time for God finally to show up? Why did he show up when, he, when Moses first got to the place? Well, maybe God was trying to teach him something. Maybe what God was saying, listen, you can survive on your own. You can do it. There's going to be a time where I'm going to call for you. But you need to keep going. So Moses, he had to learn something that he couldn't learn in the house. He couldn't learn in Egypt. He had to learn responsibility. He had to learn to be accountable. He had to learn to be reliable. He had to learn to grow up someone that was other than Moses. He had to learn to love. And as soon as all of these things just came about, God showed up. It's not that God is not with you. He's with you. But you have to keep walking in order to get to him. But he's with you. But we're saying, God, why didn't you show up here? Why didn't you show up at this time in my life where I was by myself, where I was lonely, where I was depressed, where I was crying at night, where things were happening to me and I was scared, God. Why didn't you show up for me then? I know I didn't show up for you because I want you to know who you are, that you can stand in front of the wind and keep walking, that you can stand in the front of a situation and succeed that despite the terrible night, I'm still with you. So I need to build something in you that you didn't even know that you needed. I, you didn't know that you needed, you didn't know that it, that it was something that, that was there. I needed to build trust. I needed to build love. I needed to build you. Not to kill you. Not to leave you broken. But to push you forward in your life. But God, how? How, God? How? Moses, you were always looking for me. I was always there. Moses, you always needed something, and I was always there. You didn't die in the desert. You didn't die broken. You didn't die lonely. You didn't die depressed. I was always there. But now, Moses, it's your time. It's your time. Why? God, it hasn't happened. The miracle hasn't happened, God. Thank you, Eddie. The miracle hasn't happened. That thing that I've been wanting for for so long, it hasn't happened. Why, God? Just keep going. Just keep going. But God, listen. I can't. I can't. I can't move. I'm, I'm. I'm hobbled, and I feel disabled. Lord, my 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 brain is out of whack. I don't know what to do. Just keep walking. Because as you keep walking, something's going to happen that's never happened to you before, and you're going to see something that you've never saw before. I'm calling you, I'm calling you. I'm separated, but I needed you separated. I needed you by yourself. I needed you to feel that loneliness. I needed you to feel that, that, that anxiety. I needed you to, you to feel that. But why God, because I'm building you. I'm building you for the next chapter. I'm building you for the next thing that you're about to conquer, that you're what you're about to do. I'm building it, I'm building that for you. That's what I'm building. God knew what Moses was there to do. He knew what his calling was supposed to be. God knew it. So he had to set him up. Separated. You might be separated, but it's a setup. That's all it is. It's a setup. Separating but it's set up. Amen? You're being set up. You're being set up. Separated, but set up. You may think the blessing is not there. You may think God is not doing something. You think God isn't peeking around the corner to see what you're doing, to see what's happening in your life. You think you're by yourself, but God's like, I'm here. You may not see me, but I'm here. I see what you, I see what you're doing. I see you trying to trying to do that over here. I see you trying to make this happen. I got you. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, I ain't with you there, but I'm still with you though. You know, I'm with you. You're separated. But it's a setup. It's a setup to bless you. It's a setup so you can fulfill your true calling, your true destiny. It's a setup. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says in Esther 4.14 that you were born for a time such as this. You were born for a time such as this. God is calling you from wherever you are. From whatever you're doing, God is calling you. but us. Listen, we live in a life, especially today's times, we live in a life that's self-consumed, that's self-absorbed, that we just take selfies, which is fine, which is fine. I'm not saying anything against selfies, you know. Or we, you know, we we do certain things just, you know, that just, it's just for us. So we feel, this is like the the self-absorbed culture that we're in, which is fine, we cannot be so self absorbed that we miss what God is doing in our lives. We miss the moment that He is showing up because we're so, so self absorbed. I need to do this. I need to make this happen. I need to turn this thing around. I need to do this. Yes, do it. But see where God is at, understand what He's trying to do in your life. Understand that you aren't just separated for no reason, that things happen to you for a reason. Everyone say, everyone say for a reason. For a reason, things happen to you. Everyone say for a reason again. For a reason, things go on in your life, and they are not going on in your life just, just to go off in your life, just to go on in your life. God has set things up for you in your life. It's all by his plan. It's all by his hand. He's setting you up. He set Moses up years and years ago. He set him up. Yeah, Moses, go. You killed someone. You messed up. Go. By himself. Go. Lonely. Go. Go. Do you know those lonely moments of our lives is where we finally find God? where we finally can hear the voice of the Lord. Because why? Because you don't have everyone else chiming in in your life. You don't have everyone else saying something about what you need to be doing, where you need to be going, who you need to be listening to, what podcast, what this cast, what, what video need to be, when those lonely moments, and we think, oh, God, I'm lonely, and by myself, you guys like, you're darn right, because I made it like that. You're supposed to be lonely right now, because that's the only way I could communicate with you. That's the only thing, time I get to talk to you is when you're lonely. So God lets things be for a reason. Sometimes we just get so busy that we miss the appointment of God. So all of a sudden, God does something. He does something. and He does something awkward. Anyone have anything awkward happen to them in their life that you like, why? Just why? Like like, come on, like of all things and of all people, like why? Sometimes those awkward moments are an appointment from God. Sometimes those awkward moments finally let you say, all right, God, I, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. This has never happened to me in my life before. I hear you, Lord. God operates in the realm of awkwardness. The Bible calls that we are a peculiar people, right? You, you are a peculiar breed. If you look around, there's nobody like you. No one thinking like you. Might have even have a husband or a wife. They ain't like you. They don't think like you. You are just different. Right? Just different. God made you like that for a reason. Because he has a different plan for you and for your life. That's unlike everybody else. All right. Amen. I'm about done. So all of a sudden. God is doing something. But our attention needs to be upon Him. Separation was a distraction to reveal His true purpose. You got to hear that. Separation was a distraction to reveal His true purpose. If He was never separated, He would have never got to His true purpose. If He was never separated from the world, He would have never receive what God was about to give him. He would have never became the leader that he was called to be. He would have never led the people of Israel out of the hand of of Egypt, of Pharaoh, if he was never separated. God is setting things up for you and for your life. But we think we're separated for no reason. You know, you're not separated for a reason. You're separated for a reason that God has for you because he wants to minister to you and talk to you and, and graft things in you. And finally, those things that he put there when you were born, finally to come out of you. So the separation was a setup only for a setup for the, for, for the true calling and destiny that you were, that you have. Moses never knew. Listen, Moses never knew who he, was supposed, who he was supposed to be. He grew up in a strange house around strange people. And all of a sudden he's separated from them. And then again, he, grew, he grows up in a strange house with strange people. And then all of a sudden God shows up. And he says, Moses, it's time. It's time for what, God? It's time for you to lead my people. It's time for you to lead. It's time for you to lead. I'm not calling you to follow. You gotta hear this last point. You gotta hear this. This separation that Moses happened in Moses' life wasn't a calling to follow the world. I'm gonna let that sink in. God has you separated for a reason. And that's not to come back to the world, come back to reality so you can just follow somebody. Or you can just follow something. Or you can just fall in line with everybody else in this world. That's, that's not what God wants. It's not what he wants. He didn't call you to be a follower. He didn't separate you all of a sudden for you to come back attached to somebody. Saying I need someone to in order to be something or, or some anything. No, he did not. He didn't do that. He says, I'm separating you for a reason so you can know who you are, so you can know that you're a leader in my house, called to lead the people, called to give people dreams and aspirations and be an inspiration to people, to speak life into people, to bless people, to put people in the right path, to do something great. I did separates separate you for no dang reason. I separated you so you could be great. I separated you because I believe in you. I separated you because I have a path. You're meant to be great. You're meant to be great. If you're hearing the sound of my voice, you're meant to be great. If you're watching online, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you're meant to be great. Things happen. Because God allows them to happen. Nothing happens just out of happenstance. For Job in his life, who was emptied out, it didn't happen just because the devil says it's time. God says, all right, let God do, do your thing. God is here to do something crazy, amazing for your life. But you got to let him. You need to turn aside. You need to realize what he's here to do. God, you separated me for a reason. You separated me for a reason. Separated me, but it's a setup. It's a setup. Who wants to be set up by God? Anybody? (laughs) Don't look at other people and say, "I'm, I'm, I'm missing that. I need to be doing that. No. I'm here in this place doing whatever I'm doing for a reason. At some point, God is going to call me and turn me and tell me what to do. I'm not listening to this one, that one, this one, or that one. My voice is attuned to the voice of my Father, my Lord, my Savior, my God, and only my God. So you might be separated today. You might feel a little lackadaisical. You might feel a little empty, a little broken, a little depressed. That's okay. That's okay. Because Moses was there. David was there. Esther was there. Deborah was there. All these people were in that same position. But all these people turned out to be great. You're meant to be great. Turn to somebody and say, I'm meant to be great. Now turn to them again and say, you ain't holding me back. I'm meant to be great. Amen? Amen. 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 Give God a nice round of applause. Thank you, Jesus. If you can, let's stand up. My God, I'm hot. <laughs> Jesus, please. Yes. I think it's Jesus. Amen, right? Like the bush. Not consumes. I assume. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Anthony, these sweatshirts are heavy. I don't know why. My God. If you listen, if you want this sweatshirt, it's not mine. This is Anthony's brand, Heaven Bound. Give Anthony a round of applause. Thank you, Jesus. If you would like one of these sweatshirts, please go see him. He will print one out real quick. <laughs> real quick for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. Just close your eyes for a second. God, we thank you for who, what you're doing. We thank you for setting us up, Lord. We might have felt separated in life lonely on an island by ourselves, God. But you are setting us up, Father. To set up. To set up to bless us. To set up to strengthen us, to set up, to get our focus back on you, Jesus, to set up. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our life, Lord. Those broken pieces, Lord, that have been just too hard to pick up, God. You are here to do the work to put them back together. We can't. We won't. Thank you for loving us, Lord. For having faith. in broken vessels. And a broken person. God, thank you. Thank you for loving us enough. For believing in us. Enough. Thank you. God, thank you. We love you, Jesus. And we bless you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Let's open our mouths today. And let's sing on to God. And thank him for everything that he's done. And everything that he's going to do. God, have your way.